It's Sunday, August 8th, 2021, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam Levine here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at the economics of the metaverse. Today's episode is sponsored by Kava, Nexo.io, and Cello. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Today's featured story is an opinion piece by Lex Sokolin. He's a Coindesk columnist and is the global fintech co-head at Consensus, a Brooklyn, New York-based blockchain software development company. This piece is entitled, The Metaverse's Emerging Economics. While Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Richard Branson are trying to get off the earth, Mark Zuckerberg has his sights set on a different escape. In an interview with The Verge, he tells us of Facebook's plans to contribute to the Metaverse, a development rooted in the company's Oculus Virtual Reality division, but also connected to the DNA of social networks and identity. The full discussion is worth reading, but here are some of the juiciest bits for us. Quote, It's not enough to just build something that people like to use. It has to create opportunity and broadly be a positive thing for society in terms of economic opportunity, in terms of being something that socially everyone can participate in, that it can be inclusive. This isn't just a product that we're building. It needs to be an ecosystem. So the creators who we work with, the developers, they all need to be able to not only sustain themselves, but hire a lot of folks. And this is something that I hope eventually millions of people will be working in and creating content for, whether it's experiences or spaces or virtual goods or virtual clothing, or doing work helping to curate and introduce people to spaces and keep it safe, end quote. According to Zuck, the metaverse is a more integrated media internet. Instead of living inside your small phone or staring at a flat Zoom screen, you embody and inhabit social spaces that are rendered in your mind by technology. These spaces are places you are, augmented with interfaces or places you go, teleporting your avatar into work and play environments. To any sci-fi reader, all this is familiar stuff. And we are getting there slowly through gaming, with about 3 million headsets connected to Steam in mid-2021. But there's no discussion of the internet of value, of blockchain-based money and software, Given that the Facebook-backed Libra Diem ended up as a collateralized U.S. dollar bank money, perhaps deeper fintech and DeFi, or decentralized finance, metaverse platforms are still under wraps. Or perhaps that is something for other, non-Facebook metaverse participants to bring to the table. Zuck says his global community must be open-source and interoperable, connected to thousands of third-party actors, and it can and will not be built by a single player alone. It's multiplayer, by default. Resuming the quote, I think a good vision for the metaverse is not one that a specific company builds, but it has to have the sense of interoperability and portability. You have your avatar and your digital goods, and you want to be able to teleport anywhere. You don't want to just be stuck within one company's stuff, end quote. For the cryptonauts out there, the interesting bits are the infrastructure plumbing. Something else has to deliver permissionless identity, financial services, and exchange. And something else has to store all that data and serve it up to a billion people and a trillion robots. If you understand Ethereum, you understand where all this is going from an economic perspective. For Facebook, however, it's about the mushy human psyche at scale, connected into tribes through social networking and pictures of sunsets and evening dinners. In that slice of the world, the company mediates identity through logins, battles the monsters of misinformation with more than 30,000 staff, and who knows how many advanced machine learning algorithms, and sells Oculus hardware bundled with modern entertainment experiences. If Facebook lives on a digital decentralized blockchain in the future, likely not of its own making, then the least it can do is continue its own distribution and the human dopamine receptors. To advocates of universal basic income, better known as UBI, like Andrew Yang, robots will automate both blue-collar and white-collar work, such that only the worst, most menial, frustrating, and low-value emotional work remains. People will simply go nuts. Social inequality will continue to rise as capital accrues to robot owners, 
That part is pretty true. And the government will have no other path but to print out UBI checks with that trademark burr sound we all like to hear. This is certainly the direction we're heading in. Kava gives you the ability to earn more by connecting the world's largest cryptocurrencies, ecosystems, and financial applications on DeFi's most trusted, scalable, and secure earning platform. Kava is an institutional-grade cross-chain engine built to scale on the largest decentralized proof-of-stake network. With loan APYs as low as 0% and reward APYs as high as 200%, Kava is the safest place for you to grow your digital portfolio. Mint stablecoins, lend, borrow, earn, and swap safely across the world's biggest crypto assets with Kava. To learn more, visit kava.io slash marketsdaily. Looking to make the most of your crypto assets? Nexo.io's got you covered. Grow your wealth securely with Nexo's high-yield interest accounts. Buy crypto on your terms directly within Nexo's platform and start earning daily compounding interest right away. Get the cash you need without selling your crypto from just 6.9% APR. Instantly swap between 100 crypto and traditional currency pairs. And don't worry, Nexo is insured against losses up to $375 million. Get the most of your crypto at nexo.io. That's nexo.io. Did you know that there are 4,000 crypto assets in the market today? There's only one network that makes your crypto mobile. Celo's mobile-first platform makes financial dApps and crypto payments accessible to anyone with a mobile phone. Celo's eco-friendly proof-of-stake consensus mechanism and phone verification protocol makes it easy for you to spend, send, stake, and earn Celo assets and stablecoins all from your mobile phone. Visit Celo.org and download Celo-compatible dApps today. That's C-E-L-O What's a bit more novel is to notice how the alternative to work is beginning to form. The venture capital bingo euphemism for making money in virtual worlds is called the creator economy. The brightest example of virtual worlds crashing through the legacy physical one is Axie Infinity, a crypto-based Pokemon-like video game. Since the end of last year, if you lived in the Philippines or likely anywhere in the world, your local minimum wage paid you less than playing Axie. So we've established the economic metaverse, a place where people will express themselves through social, relational, and creative labor. What comes next is establishing the social hierarchy. In the traditional economy, the best signal you could get was a college education. Since the 1970s, college attendance doubled to about 6% of the population in the United States, or 20 million students. However, going to college is a low-quality signal. It's not sufficiently hard to achieve to differentiate into the top-paying careers. Therefore, you've got the Ivy League, a gold star of prestige. Demand for Ivy League diplomas continues to increase, with the most recent admission rate of 7%, down by over a third from the 11% admission rate 10 years ago. If you subscribe to the theory that much of an undergraduate education in the U.S. is signaling rather than learning, as we do, then it makes sense that the 20,000 top school spots in the U.S. are badges of selection filtering, and that they're getting more scarce relative to the availability and commodification of the education good itself. But what about credentials in the metaverse? Let's say your community ethos is to reject traditionalism and invent your own online nation. You're allergic to people in suits. Your millions have been minted in internet forums, hacker jobs, and DeFi speculation. You care about being early and right, and this has been rewarded through access and capital gains. Your team can move markets, shallow as those markets are, and your gang collectives are called DAOs, or Decentralized Autonomous Organizations. Together, you combine assets from all over the world to build a web free from Silicon Valley monopoly, nodes network to compute software, twitchy Twitter tweets at the ready. You select a banner of 10,000 CryptoPunks, 
There aren't that many of you yet anyways. Each one is an avatar, a certificate of authenticity from a community in which your economic self is instantiated. It starts as a game because all of life is a game. Like Harvard degrees, punks are in limited supply. For early adopters, they were affordable and democratic, but we're not early anymore. Prices for the cheapest punks are $50,000. The most expensive has sold for over $10 million. But the price has no limits. Unlike Harvard degrees, which are at least inflated every year to accommodate new students, punks have no inflation. There's no room but for the OGs, or original gangsters as they're called. Supply is fixed and demand increases. Everyone in the metaverse needs a flag. But wait, like colleges, we can make more flags. There are only 20,000 Ivy League spots, but 20 million students. The premier spots have already been given away, so we have to create more signals for the latecomers. The next metaverse avatar is masks, and then apes, and bored ape kennel club, and moon cats, and cool cats, and wicked craniums, and deadheads, and so on. This will happen until we have enough avatars for everyone, with different levels of wealth, cultural, and prestige signaling. The formula is pretty clear. A 10,000 generative print of digital avatars that look good on a Twitter profile, cost one-tenth of an ether to mint, and very quickly appreciate in value, leading to a speculative run-up. Everyone is buying the signal of participation in the non-fungible token game. In fact, it's the price of admission. A collective game to build social capital and credibility in the metaverse is well underway, and of course, Facebook wants in. It digitizes, mechanizes, and weaponizes our connections to each other. And that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. This episode was edited by Adrian Blust, and we'll be back tomorrow with your next news roundup. Just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. 